All right, should we do the damn thing so we can get Sleeping Beauty off the Betty Bye? Let's get sleepy. Daddy, I'm so weepy, so weepy. Daddy. <laughs> dinner, dinner, for drugs. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Craft Beer Republic. I am Greg. I am being joined by the most overactive tongue in all of the middle of the country, and that is Flex. What's up, big sexy Flexy? Hey, thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining, everybody. Yeah, don't forget those. <laughs> Everyone's got to drink and join. You got to drink uh, and join. <laughs> otherwise, it's just not a show. Uh, find us on the socials at Craft Beer Republic at Flex Me Beer underscores in between. And real quickly, don't forget if you're on the old Tavor promo code unfiltered, get you ten bucks off your first first purchase. Birch. Here we go. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a show, everybody. Here we go. Yeah, strap in. Uh, so much to get to today. We have a voicemail from listener Mike. We have a ludicrous libation law, some booze news, the price of beer at every NFL stadium. Don't worry, I won't read every single one. No one wants to hear that, but we'll pick a few out. Uh, and if there's time, maybe we'll talk about the 12 lowest calorie alcoholic drinks. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, in case you're not wanting to get soft for Can the fall time. Can we please time. have time for that one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're out of time. Good night, everybody. I'm just begging for time. <laughs> you need to know. I mean, you got to stay in your, your buffestness shape, so it's important yeah, to and, you. But then Chew will be happy, too, because then it'll be a, a longer show, because we'll read these 12 right. low-calorie... I know he wants these shows, Chew Your Beer, to be an hour and a half, but um, I think we've found the one and only person that wants these shows to be an hour and a half. So <laughs> until the votes come in for the, you know, from all the other listeners, Jeez, no, we're, we're, selling keep our, them. we're selling ourselves short. You're right. Two hour show coming in hot. <laughs> You look like, uh, oh, fuck, what is their name? The Scuba Kids? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, no, I was, I was thinking much more 80s. It'll come to me. Uh, anyways, I am drinking over here a beer I was very excited to see that got released. It is a collab between Firestone Walker and Humble Sea Brewing. You son of a bitch. Did you see this one? I did see it, and I was really, really jealous. Good news. I got it. Uh, this guy. Lucky dog. Yeah. It's called Sea Haze. It is a hazy IPA. 6.8%. Has 32 non-important IBUs and has a very low 386 on untapped. But it's only, as of recording, it only has 21 reviews. So okay. uh, hopefully some intelligent people start checking it. It says, a collaboration with Humble Sea, combining our favorite hops from our flagship IPAs to create an extra dense, foggy IPA with huge hop flavors of passion fruit syrup, fresh peaches, mango, and orange pulp. And the hops they use are Idaho 7, Chinook, Simcoe, Eldorado, Cashmere, 
Centennial, and Kalista. And uh, as you can see from the can art, it is very Humble C-esque. Very with Humble the, C-esque. With the can art there. Uh, and as you can see, I'm showing Flex. I don't know why I keep saying as you can see. Uh, it's very foggy. If I were to rate C's. that foggy on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say it's pretty foggy. <laughs> I like it. Is that like a 7? Like, uh, it's like it's it's... It's foggy out of a one through ten. It's, it's okay. Foggy. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. Um, <laughs> on the schnoz, I'm picking up some tropical fruits uh, and a little bit of um, I don't know, like maybe a little bit of bitterness, like some hoppiness coming through. On the old tongue jabber, jabber. <laughs> I am definitely getting the peaches and the mango. Tons of peaches, tons of mango flavor. The finish is very orangey, citrusy. A little bit of dank on the end, and I can prove that because I let my wife try it, and she's like, mm, not my favorite. So you know there's some hot bitterness that's cleaning <laughs> things up at the end there. That's how you know Thank a hazy. You, Shannon. Yeah. That's how you know a hazy has a little bit of bitterness at the end. She goes, mm, it's fine. Not my favorite. It's like, oh, a little too bitter for you. Got it. Because she, she will not drink a West Coast. Um, so anyways, really, really great collaboration. I was lucky that I was able to pick this up. In fact, this leads me into what I was doing over the weekend. We did our last, unfortunately, I think last wakeboarding trip of the season. And so we went up to Paso Robles where we always go wakeboarding. And that is also where the flagship of Firestone is located. And I got the email while we were on that trip saying, we just released our collab with Humble C. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. We're going to go to Firestone. So on our way out of town, we hit up Firestone and lo and behold, they were out. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. So uh bought a crowler or something. The wife bought some merch from the sale rack because we're cheap. And uh, as we were leaving, she called the other location, the uh, Barrel Works location, which we would be passing on our way home as well. And, and they had it. And so we stopped in. And boy, it was a good thing we did. They only had two four-packs left. So wow. we stopped in, and I, I grabbed a four-pack. And well, um, can, I, can I just say, you weren't raised to write if you don't shop the sale rack. Oh yeah, I Can love I say it. That? Like, yeah. like no. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, me too. As the guy fronting the cash for this, I respect the hell out of it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, in fact, we were up there with my sister and her boyfriend, and we walked in, and 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 myself and her boyfriend went over to the little bar area where you can sample beers before you buy them. And uh, my sister found the sale rack. I was like, "Hey, here's the sale rack over here. Everything's like a you know twenty five percent plus off." And I was like, "Hey, Shannon." Go check out the sale rack. It's like a and, fucking uh, stampede then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all the buffalo coming. So, Mufasa's uh, yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. I killed Mufasa yesterday. What can I say? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Simba. You'll Your dad will be missed. Um, but yeah, so uh, a little sale rack merch followed by a stop at the second Firestone location to pick this bad boy up. And uh, glad I did. It's really good. I mean, Firestone, Humble Sea, two fantastical breweries. Can't be yeah, bad. I had seen the post. I had gotten the email. Um, and the only thing I thought was, wow, I really, really hope Greg gets this son of a bitch. <laughs> and I did. Uh, and then to add on to that, not only did we stop at two separate fire lo- Firestone locations, but we also stopped into There Does Not Exist. And I did see that as well. Oh. I was very jealous again. And <laughs> love me some TDNE. Uh, we stopped Can in. Can you had say a co- that again, please? <laughs> Love me some TDNE. Did, did I get impressive. it? Yeah, yeah. That, that was phenomenal. 
<laughs> had a couple of beers, had one of their hazies. I think it was called Spore, and it had a double hazy while there. I mean, just the, the sister's boyfriend was like, oh, I've never been here before. What do you recommend? I was like, look, if you're into hazies, this is the place for hazies. It's what they do the best. Like, all their beers are great, but like they really make amazing hazies. I was like, so don't miss out. So he promptly ordered a West Coast type. <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, Dick. Uh, but then his next one was a hazy. Uh, but Smart man. yeah, yeah, they're goddamn. I cannot get enough of them. I wish they distroed a little further because it's not always do easy they to can? find their beer. They do, they do can. Okay, um, but their distro is kind of here and there. It's usually this far south of them. It's like specialty bottle shops and that kind of thing. And, so I'm and assuming not a whole it's all lot. like small production. Yeah, a lot of small. I mean, they have a few cores. Like their Kolsch is a core. Uh, I think their Hellas is one of their cores. Like they have they have a few of them. But overall, like the canning stuff is it's small runs. I, I imagine they're doing like mobile canning lines and stuff. Just I don't I mean maybe they have a canning line that would be sweet. And if they do make more <laughs> hazies down here. Because <laughs> when I want a hazy, I want either T D and E, got it again. Nailed or it. pure. Like when it comes to California hazies, T D and E pure. Oh, and of course Humble C with the Foggies are making the best. So Though we will see how the hazy uh, tyrannicide is coming up yeah. here in a few days. That, so. uh, that's still super exciting. I probably won't be yeah. able to get a taste of it, but I'm very, very excited for Nick and Forking Cannons over there. I'm excited for my tongue. And Well, yeah. I, yeah, my tongue. My tongue jobber is going to It's a, it's a nice that. tongue. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> start flapping your wings coming out for the big anniversary. <laughs> Oh, flap oh, something. Oh, wing, flap wings, not to, okay. Sorry. Wings, wings, just flap, whatever it takes. That was pretty much all for the beer on that trip. Got some uh, pretty decent wakeboarding. Here's the great thing about going wakeboarding in October. Yes, it's cold as balls, but man, nobody is on the water. And we got some smooth fucking water to wakeboard on this weekend. It was so nice. And nothing says I'm old like going wakeboarding because every time I hurt so goddamn bad afterwards. <laughs> I feel like that's doing anything active when you're like mid thirties. Yeah, we'll go with mid thirties. You no, know, um, it's like even going to a concert and you get home and you're just like <laughs> my feet. You don't, you don't even you don't even have to get home. You're just in the car driving home from the venue and you're like, fuck, my feet hurt, my legs are tired. I just I've got a black eye. I'm tired. Well, that was once. Come on, let's not <laughs> stop throwing it out there. I'm going to another concert in about a in a, roughly a month. Okay. I'm looking for not a black eye, thinking I might die, though. We'll see. Stay tuned. I mean, from black eye to death, that's real escalation. It's a little bit rougher of a show. Should we check in with Erica, make sure she made it out of Aftershock, okay? <laughs> yeah. Can you, you got like a, like a telegraph or something? Yeah. Or maybe she needs to enable, like, find my phone so I can keep an eye <laughs> on her, you know? Make sure. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Since, since we're all too old for concerts apparently <laughs> yeah. jesus so uh so yeah so some good beer research did a lot of wine tasting too paso is oh, known I for just their wine not do the wine no not no, at all i can't like, i mean i'll i'll drink it but mm-hmm. uh you know so i have uh my my brother-in-law he likes nice things and uh every I like him already get together or holiday or whatever at my uh, mother or my in-laws house I should say he likes to bring like a really nice bottle of wine be it a red mm-hmm. or a white and they always ask me hey do you want some wine with dinner well I'm not going to turn down alcohol right because I may or may not have a problem slash hobby 
and you're, you're, uh, an, you're an enthusiast. It's a lifestyle, and uh, you know I'll, I'll gladly take some. And they'll always ask me what I think of it, and I just think it tastes like wine. <laughs> like I, I, you know, and I sound like an asshole for saying that because I know people who drink wine say the same thing about beer. People who drink bourbon say the same thing about wine and beer. You know, it's, sure. it's this whole vicious cycle. But I just I don't get the wine thing. Do you at least have a preference between like red and white? I prefer red. Okay. I only drink, I can't do white. Aside from like champagne, white wine to me is is 99% of the time just and headache inducing. Okay. But uh, give me a nice big cab or a tasty zen. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm into the wine. See, I, I just, uh, maybe I'm, uh, I just need to get cultured. There you go. Come on out. We'll go wine tasting. We've we got we'll a go- few memberships and be good. Jeez, I mean, you're really, really trying to pull my arm, eh? Yeah, start flapping. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> flapping something. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, Craft Wine Republic, everybody. <laughs> stay, t- stay tuned for that. Uh, all right, so that was my drunk-ass trip. What about you? What's going on over there? Uh, so uh, actually some pretty big news over here. Uh, so we got a, a brewery up in Nina, Wisconsin, which means nothing to anybody, but if I say near Green Bay... Okay. People kind of get an idea. Sure. Uh, they're uh, rolling out a location real soon uh, in, in a suburb around me, Wauwatosa, and I got invited to their media day. Oh, so nice. So I get to go check out their uh, brewery, check out all the specs, all the, the, the production, what they got going on. Uh, they just bought a new two buildings. It was uh, about a year ago, and uh, they connected both of them somehow constructed a little uh (laughs) underground tunnel tunnel. (laughs) yeah so i get to check that out and just uh mine shaft everything they've done with the place and try a bunch of their beers and uh you know try and uh promote their new uh location so that's going to be real real exciting so i can't wait for that yeah does that make you an influencer oh i hate (laughs) that word (laughs) i know Uh, i have some friends (laughs) i have some friends who constantly call me an influencer you're and, such an uh, influencer. And I don't like it. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a guy who likes craft beer, who just started putting it on a social media platform. Who may or is may that, not is have that a problem. Too, is that too much? It's definitely right? not too much. No. Right? So that's influencer. Eh. I'm just a guy in short green shorts asking beer to love me. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And then if you like beer too, let's drink it together. Exactly. How about that, that? You know, it's funny. That reminds me. This weekend on our trip, we're at one of our wineries, and our like we fucking own it. One of the wineries <laughs> we visited, <laughs> and we're getting out of the car and we're starting to walk up. And this tour, like they had like the the fancy tour bus and everything, this tour of of drunk wine people are walking out, and one of the guys comes running from the winery. Everyone else is like almost at the bus. He goes, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! You guys, you guys!" And they're like, "What?" Like. Did everybody get their content? Wow. Content. Yeah. Not like, did you guys enjoy the wine or how yeah. did you like it? Yeah. Did everybody get their content? I was like, okay, fuck off and die. We've hit that. You know what? Do you ever, do you ever find yourself out and you're like, you have this brewery trip planned or you're going to hit up a couple breweries or just go oh, somewhere yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to, this would be a great time to take some pics or some content, whatever. Sure. And then you leave and you get home and you're like, wow, I didn't pull up my phone once and, and i had a really nice time and i had a great time and sometimes for me like i shouldn't say sometimes because a lot of time that happens yeah. and i'm just like i'm really glad i did that and i had 
you know, talked to some really nice people, made some really nice connections, and I just didn't care about my phone or social media or anything at all. Yeah, it's sometimes a, it's I'll... A, it's a nice feeling to go home to. Yeah, sometimes we'll be like at a you know brewery or whatever, and I'll go to take a drink. My wife would be like, wait, did you want to get a picture of that first? And And bless her, she is trying to help me out. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? No, I fucking don't. I don't. I just want to drink it and not look at my phone right now. What a great it. woman. Yeah, she's good. Uh, well, that sounds like an awesome night, influencer. Um, can't <laughs> wait to hear the full report of your influencing night. Stay tuned. Yeah. Any good research lately? Anything going on? Uh, so I've been meaning to make it out to a couple of places. I haven't really gone out and got too much research. Uh, I've actually cut back on my beer spending. Mm. We're going to Nashville. Oh, boom. And now I'm a millionaire. Spoiler alert. We're going to Nashville. Uh, we made like a shotgun trip to oh, Nashville. So we're, nice. we'll be going at the end of October. So if anybody awesome. has any Nashville uh, wrecks for breweries or whatever, we are going as a family. So keep that in mind. But uh, Oh, so, so yeah. no strip clubs. Got it. No strip clubs. Um, and we, uh, but yeah, I've been meaning to make it out to Explorium, uh, local brew pub by me. Yeah, that's one of the mall, right? That is the mall one. Wow, I love you. Great memory. (laughs) (laughs) So so they uh, released a new Hazy in their series of uh, the Lost in the Sauce. uh, Oh, yeah, you sent me one of those. Yep, and they're very good beers. Yeah, great Uh, can art, too. Great can art, uh, super experimental series. And then they came out with uh, another rendition of their Altraja, which is their peanut butter and jelly uh, sour beer, which is the best... You know, that came out, it was like, a, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago, a lot of breweries started coming out with their mm-hmm. peanut butter and jelly beers. Raspberry and peanut butter, grape and peanut butter. I blame whatever. it on COVID. Yeah, blame everything on COVID. Uh, <laughs> but this this brew pub, this brewery, they do the best peanut butter and jelly beer I've ever had in my life. Um, and I mean, that goes up against Drecker and Southern Grist and, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of big breweries, a lot of sour known breweries, so... Uh, but I mean, to make it up there, Eagle Park had a new, uh, overfruited slush that released. It was a dragon fruit, mango, guava, and, uh, that's going to be super dope. So I can't wait to make it up there too. Nice. So stay tuned. A lot of research in the future. Uh, <laughs> got lots of plans in, uh, in Flex's life. <laughs> <laughs> Including trips. So slide into his DMs at Flex and beer underscores in between. If you got any Nashville recommendations, we should hit up uh, It's Hoppy. She was in Nashville like a year ago or something. She's telling us it was pretty awesome out there. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be staying at the old uh, the Opryland Hotel. Is that near the Grand Old Opry? Yes. Is it connected to the Grand Old Opry? I'm, I don't think it's connected, okay. but I know it's r- real nearby. We, went th- we actually went to Nashville for my 30th birthday four years ago, and we toured the Grand Old Opry. Oh, and nice. we walked, we, you know, like you can walk through the hotel a little bit, like, you know, like any Vegas hotel mm-hmm. and it was kind of gnarly. So, uh, excited to stay there. I don't think we'll tour the Grand Ole Opry again, but I don't, Are you... to, I don't listen to country music, but it was, it was, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. No, I don't. I, me either. <laughs> I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> Here, here's as country as I get. No, not Taylor Swift. The Eagles. You'd call that country? I no, but that's as country as I get. I'd say they have some heavy country influences. Okay, I can, especially like the Glenn Fry songs. You know, take it easy, the, that kind of stuff. Okay, I can very uh, yeah, country esque. Okay. You know, Tequila Sunrise. But uh, anything beyond that is just 
bunch of redneck scene about trucks and dogs. I can't do it. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you just alienated half the audience. Yeah. No. Well, no. Alabama doesn't listen to us anymore. That's right. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> I can't figure out how. <laughs> oh, sorry. Love it. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right. Before we find out what Flex is drinking, one quick question. This this one's for the listeners. Uh, this has been brought up over the past few weeks. How long's our show? That sort of thing. Uh, and then I was reading all this podcast research on how long the perfect podcast is. So you I wanted didn't. to put. Po- I actually did, and they said it was thirty-seven minutes. That's the perfect podcast Get length. Get out of here. This one study, yeah. So I wanted to ask everyone, including Chu, who who made it very clear last week that 90 minutes would be his preferred listening time, but uh, to everyone listening, slide into our DMs, mail us, mail at crappyrepublic.com, text us, 805-53-BEER, whatever it is, let us know what you think the perfect length of a podcast should be. We're just informal poll, that's all. Can, can I tell you what I think my my yeah. fa- my perfect podcast time is? 80 like six minutes. minutes. Oh, 80 Give me an hour and 20 minutes. Interesting. Why is it an hour and 20? I don't know. I feel like when, when you're listening to something and you really get into it or you're really enjoying it and uh, maybe like before you start the podcast, you already look at the runtime and it's like 56 minutes and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, like, you know, I guess I can kill an hour. And then you start listening to it and you get really into it and you're laughing a lot. And then you're like, oh my God, mm. it's, it's over. Like mm-hmm. if I just had twenty more minutes of this show, <laughs> you know, to to keep yeah. me going through this drive or this work day or whatever to have you, uh, sometimes that twenty extra minutes, it you know, really does a lot for you. Yeah. All right. So eighty minutes for you. I think it's a very weird number. I think it's forty two. Forty two minutes. Your, your forty two minute podcast. It's a, out. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird, weird, very exact number. 40, so here's a fun one for the listeners. Anytime you see a 42-minute podcast, just know that I'm extremely excited about it. <laughs> like way too excited. <laughs> Shouldn't be that excited. Oh, dear. All right. I think it's time we ask the important questions around these parts. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man. One tongue. One tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is Flex drinking. Your people's eyebrow is better than mine. Yeah, it goes yeah. pretty high. But can you do it with both eyes or just one? No, just the one. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. I um, can double <laughs> eyebrow. <laughs> I just look excited. Mind fucking blown. <laughs> New beer name, Double People's Eyebrow. Somebody do it, please. <laughs> Let's get that collab going with all those breweries in New Jersey. All right. I, I have another question, by the way. And we'll we'll get to it after this beer. Okay. So, so anyway, um, so today I'm drinking Elephant Brewing. They're up in Somerset, Wisconsin, which mm-hmm. is not close to me at all. It's like a five-hour drive. But uh, you know what that's like in California, because you guys are like 16 hours from the bottom of the state to the top of the state. Well, a five-hour drive out here is about 17 miles. Yeah. See, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So uh, <laughs> doesn't doesn't translate well. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so come on out. <laughs> so I'm drinking uh, Classic Flex, a hazy IPA called Zwoob. 
It's got some super gnarly can art, as I already showed Greg. Yeah, uh, very Mike like, Judge-esque. It's like a Mike Judge meets Ghostbusters. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Meets know, a little bit of acid. It's like, it's like a sewer. I don't yeah. know. It's super weird. So uh, it is a, as the can reads, a hazy India pale ale, double dry hopped with citra hops. So on the uh, the old schnoz, mm-hmm. we, we dig in. As one does. <laughs> as we all do. You get a little malt presence. Um, a little stone fruity and citrusy, hmm. kind of shocking. And then, uh, as we warm up the old tongue jabber, <laughs> oh, my favorite part ever. <laughs> I do, I do it for the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll dig right in here. So it's thick, it's hazy, it's got quite a malt backbone to it. Interesting, mild citrus presence, but it it goes down relatively smooth. There's no bitterness. A uh, little. Little lingering malty, like I'm saying, the, the malty backbone to this is kind of heavy. Uh, Surprising some, for a hazy. Yeah, not something you'd usually find on a hazy. Um, I don't know if that's on purpose, if it's accidental, but uh, you know, it's a it's it's a good beer. It's it's palatable, but uh, it's not like a super juice bomb hazy. Sure. But, uh, you know, I'd I'd probably give it like a three three seven five. All right, you know it's yeah. it's it's solid. It has a, a three nine seven overall, so I don't, I don't think that's far off. The can art brings it up a couple of points. Yeah, it does. It uh, <laughs> I, w- I would say it's like a two thirds on the algorithm at a seven point yeah. five ABV. Okay, um, you know what it reminds me of? It it just hit me. Ah, real monsters. Yeah, it does because of the eyes. Yeah, right because the eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the eyes. It does it. Yeah. Like uh, Mike Judge meets ah, real monsters. Yeah, like Nickelodeon Mike Judge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, very nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 delectable enough. Okay, you said you had a question for me. Oh, so we we had Nick. I'm a little on the worried. Show. We we had Nick on the show last week. Right. Good times. And Nick says collab. Uh huh. But I say collab. Oh. So. You know, because it's a collabor. When you say the word collaboration, it's sure. collaboration. You don't right. There's no like hard O. Yeah. When you, when you, when you say the whole <laughs> <laughs> until I'm done. <laughs> Keep your hard O's to yourself. Uh, yeah. You know. So is it collab or collab? It's a good question. Um, I have to admit, I say collab with the hard O. Okay. Because of Nick, because that's how he's always said it, and I heard it early on. I was like, oh, collab. <laughs> But like, I will also sometimes do soft O with an emphasis on the A. So it's like, hey, they collabed. Yeah. Okay. I, I can mm-hmm. respect that one. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a collab person. Like, oh, they collabed. Like. Yeah. So like, I guess it depends on the tense. Like, oh, I'm I'm drinking this new collab, but those two breweries collabed. Collabed. Okay. Huh. Oh, I never, never thought, thought about, about like it. That. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Stop Make reading my, my mind. <laughs> Making my noodle work over here. <laughs> ah, good question. Now we have to put up to a poll. Apricot, apricot, collab. Which is, it's apricot. <laughs> it's apricot with a hard A. Because we, we're descendants of Britain. Uh, <laughs> before we get to uh, Mike's voicemail. Ludicrous libation law. This comes out of Louisiana. 
where they say the law prohibits bars or restaurants from displaying any alcohol brand name if it can be seen from outside the establishment. So like no neon sign. Right. I mean, I guess you could have... That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, you could have one inside if you can't see it outside. But like if you have the blinds open and you can see it, no decks. What if you can read it backwards from the outside? So it's not like Mm. actually saying... You don't. You can't read the the name of whatever sure. said company. Knowing politicians, that would still not be a cool. God, they're so stupid. They're the worst. The worst. The the worst. And honestly, it's a little surprising for a state that has fucking drive through liquor stores. You can't see a Bud Light sign hanging in the window, well, unless you see like a Gill. Dub. <laughs> what? You know, Bud Light backwards, right? Oh. <laughs> we should end it there. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is talking? <laughs> oh, uh, I thought you'd catch on. No, I'm stupid. Nice. <laughs> that was a good joke. I'll, I'll give that one to you. Uh, all right. Way to suck, Louisiana. Uh, as I mentioned last week, Naughty Pine had their first anniversary. Brit threw one hell of a party. Her Meritzen was uh, delicious. Uh, if somebody knows how to brew Meritzen, it's Brit. She came from the the background of Enneagram where you know lagers are kind of their thing. Uh, I loved it because it was not sweet. It was it was fairly dry, and that's how I like my Oktoberfest beers. You know, a little more dry than sweet. When they get too sweet, they get kind of sticky and. Honestly, it was a hot day out. I was a little afraid to try it, and I waited till nighttime to try it. And once I did, I was like, oh, I could have been drinking this one all day. What a, oh, you son of a gun. What a stupid mistake I what made. Dumb. Yeah, so it was delicious. Good party. It was a good time. Um, love me some Naughty Pine. And anyways, we ran into uh, Mike, one of our friends slash listeners, and um, he decided he should leave a voicemail after consuming many Americans. Here's Mike. Hey, Craft Beer Republic, I'm sitting right freaking next to you, right this very minute, and just reminding you of the time that you offended the fucking, uh, what the hell, the beer, uh, Booze League, by telling him you didn't recognize him without a dick in his mouth. But, uh, anyway... You seem to be enjoying that because you're laughing your ass off right now. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to let you go buy me a beer right now. So get your ass into the bar. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) I had totally forgotten that story. And then we started talking about it before he called the voicemail line, 805-538-BEER-2337. Uh, a, f- a few years pre-COVID, a few years back, we were at Integrin and we had a booth. I can't remember if it was Oktoberfest or Frillings Fest, but we had a booth and Mike was hanging out with us and Wiley of the Boozley walked by and I knew that he didn't know who Mike was, but Mike knew who he was. And I said, you should walk up to him and say, ah, it's weird. I didn't recognize you without a dick in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and well mike was fairly hydrated at that time as well and he absolutely did it oh my goodness <laughs> oh yeah i i think wiley handled it well and, and 
kind of like looked at him funny and laughed it off a little bit. <laughs> I didn't think he'd actually do it. Oh, Mike sounds like a stand-up guy. Class act all the way. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> oh, it was good times. So, uh, so thanks to Mike for for calling the line as I was yeah. sitting right next to him at Naughty Pie. <laughs> thanks, Mike. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, a little bit of news before we ride off into the sunset. The World Cup, which I couldn't be paid oh, to I'm care about. So excited about it. <laughs> You're fired. Oh, come on. <laughs> are you I, are you really a soccer fan? So I'm not a soccer fan, but I'm a World Cup fan. Mm. It's like nobody. It's like gymnastics in the Olympics. Nobody cares about gymnastics. Olympics. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, put it this way: like nobody watches like yearly downhill skiing. But when the Olympics take place, everyone's like, "Holy shit! Let me check out the downhill skiing." Nobody pays attention to your, you know, synchronized swimming leagues. And then once the Olympics happen, you're like, holy shit, right. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I so still can't same, be paid to care, but. Yeah, the same goes for soccer. All right. Well, you'll be happy to know that it's going to be in Qatar and they were going, they're going to have drunk tents so that drunk soccer fans have a place to sober up and not receive or not be jailed because you can't be drunk in public in Qatar. You know, it's it's the first yeah. World Cup in a Muslim country. Yeah, there was a thing about if they were even going to allow beer sales. Yeah, so they are, and they'll have these drunk tents. If you're found to be too intoxicated, they'll they'll bring you in there, and they won't let you go until you're sober enough to leave. So is that like an observation thing, or are they actually going to like breathalyze you or something? Yeah, I don't really know. Honestly, it's kind of weird. I don't I don't know how they. It seemed like an observation thing in the story I read, but who knows? Well, I'll tell you what. If I was at the World Cup, I would be in this tent. I would. Yeah. I would, too, because <laughs> in order for me to watch soccer, I'd have to be real shittered. <laughs> and I mean real uh, shittered. World Cup, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not, still not worth it. Thanks to the World Cup, there's nothing I hate more in this world than a fucking Vuvuzela. So, thank you, Never World forget. Cup. Yeah. Was that South Africa? I don't know or care. Yeah, I think it was. Sure. 2006. We'll go with it. Uh, <laughs> You're such an uh, asshole. <laughs> I am. Great Notion Brewing has announced, finally, and I, I, I had heard about this, but I wasn't allowed to say anything, but now it's official. They are opening a tap room in Berkeley here in NorCal in the former Torpedo Room, which is uh, Sierra Nevada's wow. Torpedo Room. We talked about that a few months ago, how they were yeah. closing down and mainly pandemic-sided reasons. Well, Great Notion is opening up their tap room there. I'm very excited. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that'll be sweet. You know, the wife's family is from NorCal, so maybe I can go get fucked up at Great Notion's new tap room before I have to go hang out with them. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, because I'll need it. That is for sure. So looking forward to some hydration up there. Uh, Good news for us Californians. On September 29th of this year, Bill AB920 was signed into law, allowing... California craft distilleries to resume shipping spirits within the state. We, what? We talked about this, I think it was a couple months ago. Uh, basically, during COVID, they you know, suspended all the alcohol laws, and you could ship spirits within the state and beer and everything. And then they were, the COVID laws were expiring, and the distilleries were fighting to get this permanent. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. 
So now it's now it's permanent. So uh, there was a brief time in California the last month or so that you could not ship spirits. Now you can again. Well, Yay! That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Hooray! Why the fuck not? I mean, come on. No, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah. You know, it's uh, like when then, you it's like when you go to the post office and you got a sign for shipping your syrup or your cold brew yeah. or your energy drinks. Snow globes. And the little prompt comes up and it's like, oh, sign if you're not shipping perfumes or mercury or alcohol. It's like, really? Per- perfumes or alcohol fit in with mercury? <laughs> right. Can, can we have this conversation here at this de- yeah. at at the desk here? Can we? What what the fuck is that about? I mean, they're all laws from bo- from prohibition. That's the problem. That's, There's so know, many it, prohibition it, it, laws still on the books. It's so fucked up. It's stupid. I I've considered doing an entire episode dedicated to like prohibition laws that are still around because it's so insane. How I mean, it'd probably end up being like a whole ten part series or something. But well, choose it's, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Chu and I will <laughs> do all the research and get this going. So, uh, and then also in California, empty wine and liquor bottles are going to be worth 10 cents. So we have like CRV where if you buy a can or a plastic bottle or something, it's an extra five cents. And then if you yeah. recycle it, you get that money back. Well, the wine industry has somehow all these years skirted uh, all these years. It's because they have <laughs> politicians that own wineries but have skirted this rule that you you have not had to pay CRV on wine bottles. And now you'll be paying 10 cents for your wine bottles, but you'll get it back if you recycle. So uh, be good to the planet. Go green. Yeah, go green. Uh, all right, the story everyone's been waiting for. The price of beer at every NFL stadium. We'll start at the bottom. How about we start with your least favorite team? Oh, my least favorite team. What if we team. did that? Yes. The Seattle Seahawks. And and they averaged this out at a uh, sixteen ounce beer, so it'd be the same for everybody. So this is based on a sixteen ounce beer, and the average in the league is nine fifty six per sixteen ounce beer. The Seattle Seacocks, wow, ten fifty. That's not bad. Who's your least favorite team? Uh, rivalry would be the Bears, but really, where Tom Brady is, so <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> All right. Well, they're very close to each other. The Bucks. 863 and the Bears 880 a beer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now on the happy side of things, the 49ers, 1150 a beer. <laughs> Fifth highest. Uh, and then the Green Bay Packers at number 14, 950 a beer. Okay. That's salvageable. Yeah. The cheapest beer in the league <laughs> comes with what is probably the shittiest team in the league? The New York Jets? Year. Tell me. It is the New York Jets. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mel, but at least your beer is cheap. Six twenty-five. You know pint. what? Let me tell you, Mel has been trying to get us out to New York for Jets games because the tickets are falling so fucking cheap. Can't imagine why. I think she went like two or three weeks ago and there was like uh like low level end zone tickets for eighty six dollars a piece. Uh-huh. And uh, a couple weeks later, it was like $100 a piece. And any other NFL stadium, that's like a lot more than well, that. <laughs> that's like, I don't know, that's probably like at least eight years ago. The 76ers, basketball team 76ers, were having trouble filling the stadium. So they did this like whole dynamic pricing thing. And one dude bought an entire row of seats for like $17. What? 
Yeah, and he sat by himself and took a picture of him in this $17 row of seats. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so Jets are the cheapest. The most expensive, I'm surprised it wasn't one of the California teams. Dallas? Um, no. This is not where I would have gone for most expensive beer in the league. Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, those sons of bitches. Philly sons fans bitches. are brutal, man. Yeah, fourteen sixty-seven a pint. Uh, followed closely behind by the Chargers slash Rams since they share a stadium, thirteen seventy-five. Number Why four. Why the hell do you think Philly? That's weird, right? Like no, nothing adds up. No, maybe their tickets are dirt cheap, just like the seventy sixers. So they make it up in beer sales. <laughs> it's well, Philly. They're doing all right this year, so who knows? Yeah, so far, don't don't bet on them though. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So Philly was number one, number two, and three are Chargers, Rams, same price. Number four, the Raiders, and number five, the Niners. California keeping things expensive for everybody. Yeah, way to go! Case. Way to go, CA. Yeah, way to. Oh wait, that's me. Um, <laughs> and then you tell me, Flex, should we talk about the twelve lowest calorie alcoholic drinks? You know, or what? should we go to bed? I love sleeping. You know, I I got to wake up at three a.m. Yeah, I know. But I fucking love lists. <laughs> you know I love lists. You're not wrong. Do you, you, know how to, you know how to get me all riled up and excited and pissed off all at the same time. <laughs> all right. So this is the 12 lowest calorie alcoholic drinks. Oh, I don't know. According to nutritionists, I'll start at the bottom. Number 12, a mimosa. Okay. Number Those 11. Yeah. I mean, I drink them all. I mean, I have one or two. <laughs> Um, it's not a problem. Never. Uh, number 11, Paloma. I've never had one. I've seen a lot of drinks like designed after them, like beers or sours, but I've never had a Paloma. I'm not a tequila fan, so yeah. Number 10, Mojito. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Number nine, just straight up Champagne. Okay. Which by the way, yeah, uh, dry champagne, very low in carbs. If you're a carb watcher. I'm not. Oh. Me either. Uh, number <laughs> number eight, a vodka soda. No surprise there. Classic. Yeah, that's a classic. Number seven, light beer. Really? Uh, yeah. It's Under a vodka. Here's what I don't know. I don't know. Are they talking like your standard Bud Light or are they talking like Michelob Ultra? Because they or say- Bud Light next. Yeah, because they say you're getting about 100 calories. And I don't think a Bud Light is 100 calories. No, I don't think so either. So they need it's like a light light beer. Uh number six, white wine. Number five, a rum and diet coke. Number four, a martini. Ooh. Number three. Daddy like. Oh, you like a martini. Oh, dirty, dirty gin martini, please. Oh, that's right. You like gin. I'm not a gin mm. drinker. You know, I'll be honest though, I've never had like a really well made gin martini, and I'm open to the idea of it. Uh number three, red wine. I can get on board with that. Number two, a gin and tonic. Ah, uh, daddy like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy. Uh, and then number one, a pared down margarita. A what? Pared down margarita. It says margaritas can be calorie bombs thanks to lots of sugar and triple sugar, sec. Yeah. Pre-made mixers can also be an issue due to high sugar content. To get around that, uh, we recommend using fresh lime juice, tequila, yeah. And a yeah. dash of agave syrup on the rocks. Okay, I can get down I mean, with that. That's how I make margaritas. Tequila, fresh lime. Yeah. 
and like a little bit of simple syrup. I mean, that's, I mean, and when I say a little bit, I mean like a very little bit of simple syrup. That's, that's the best way to make them. I don't need your pre-mixed sugary bullshit. No, that shit's delicious. Yeah. It's the way to go. It's like, give me the fresh. Yeah. Can I tell you a, a quick fun story about Please. gin and tonics and how Do I it. started drinking gin? Does it make you stronger? No, not at all. Oh, okay. 18 years old. Uh, you mean 21? No, I, I was 18. Okay, 21 it is. This is a funny story. And uh, we would go to this karaoke bar because me and my friend loved to karaoke and we didn't know what we were doing. Sure. So I thought, how could I make myself appear to be, um, you know, uh, older? More mature, 21-ish. 21-ish. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to order a gin and tonic. <laughs> Old people order those. <laughs> so I did. And I indulged. And I was like, wow, this is fucking delicious. And that is how I started drinking gin. All right. I, you know, it's funny, similar story. I dated a girl uh, at the end of high school and into college, but before I was 21, who her grandfather loved uh, vodka and Sprite. And so when trying to appear older, I was like, well, that must be a fucking old man drink. So I'd be like, yeah, I'll get a vodka Sprite, please. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, that's not a bad idea at all. Yeah. Just, just trying to look like an old man, too. Yeah. It's just like, how can I seem like I know what I'm talking about gin and tonic please like who orders gin yeah and most importantly you have to be like preloaded you walk to the bar like hey what do you want you don't want to be like "Mm, uh, yeah yeah you don't want to gin and tonic yeah what kind of gin house gin i'm a cheap bastard (laughs) (laughs) well good thing the karaoke bar didn't ask i just (laughs) because they only had one yeah (laughs) not many places have more than one yeah alberson's brand gin all right here we go (laughs) No, nothing like some grocery store brand alcohol. <laughs> New <best>. Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, lots of hangovers from that stuff. <laughs> All right. I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, I'll hit some music. I will also say uh, hello and how do you do to Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. And I will say go check out Flex the Influencer at Flex Me a Beer underscores in between, aka Mr. A Beer. Find us at Craft Me a Beer on the socials. Craft Me a Beer. Craft Me a Beer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now you got to change the podcast name, idiot. To Craft Me a Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Underscores in between. Jesus Christ. Craft Beer Republic. CraftBeerRepublic.com. 805-538-BEER-2337. And mail at CraftBeerRepublic.com. I think that's it. Hope everyone stays very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.